happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We have a corporate update here from Tarachi Gold, a little bit overdue update from Tarachi. Tarachi trades on the CSE with the symbol TRG and also on the OTCQB with TRGGF. Happy to welcome back CEO of the company, Mr. Cameron Teamster. Cameron, good morning to you. Hi, Trevor. Long time no see. It has been quite some time. I think you caught up with Paul uh, last month, so I, I think the last time you and I talked was back in the end of last year. Uh, so we so. got a little, we got a little bit of an update to get to here on a number of different news releases that were published in the last couple of weeks. Uh, let's start out with uh, you, you. You release your plans for field exploration work at the La uh, Texana property in Sonora, Mexico. Uh, before we kind of get into the nitty gritty of the exploration work you're undertaking, can you tell us about La Texana, where it's at, and really? what kind of you know proposition this property has for you? So La Texana is part of our um, Trachi project located in eastern Sonora. So we have uh, an option to earn a, a number of different mining concessions in that Sierra Madre gold belt there in eastern Sonora. Um, these are kind of in the neighborhood of uh, the La India uh, mine owned by Agnico Eagle as well as Alamos Gold's Mulatos mine. Um, but La Texana's concession that we've never done any work on before. Um, we don't really have any historic information from that concession either. Uh, it's 300 hectares in size. Uh, it's located basically halfway between the La India mine and Agnico Eagle's other undeveloped uh, deposit called Tarachi. Uh, it's also just a couple kilometers west of their Cipriano deposit as well. So it's really right in the middle of the neighborhood with a number of um, both producing and undeveloped deposits there. Um, but we really know very little information about it. So we're sending our geology crews there for about 45 days or so to really just do the initial exploration program and see, see what's there, uh, understand the geology, do some structural mapping, uh, and see if we can identify some future drill targets as well. Uh, real greenfields exploration work here. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I tell, you mentioned the time frame here. You 45 days on the ground. and what, what, What's the work look like? Just some basic ground sampling? Yeah, we've got a, a local geology team there in Mexico, so it's going to be a lot of geological mapping, structural mapping, um, sampling of outcrops as well. Um, probably not going to do much soil sampling at this stage, um, but possibly as a follow-up doing soil samples and, and geophysics as well, depending on what they identify in the first program. Um, but they're probably going to be getting geared up to, to go out there at the end of the month here, and they'll be there for the month of March and part of April as well. Okay. Uh, within this kind of corridor here, what are some things that like, you know, what does success look like this early, this early work based on what you had seen a lot, uh, what has been seen a lot in India and, and surrounding deposits? Yeah, certainly identifying, you know, the favorable geology to host gold in this region, um, you know, particularly the, the structures associated with that as well. You know, obviously a lot of the world's greatest you know, gold deposits are, are found at the intersection of, of mineralized structures. Um, so certainly looking for any mineralization that comes out at surface as well, uh, potentially any gold values associated with those outcrops based on the samples that they take would be you know, certainly the, the keys that we're looking for here in the first phase. Okay. So uh, I'm sure you'll be publishing results later this year from whatever happens there on the ground here this spring. Exactly. Yeah. Probably sometime this spring, once they come back and we get assays back, um, we'll be able to you know come out with some of the results from that work. Okay, very good, uh, Cameron. Let's uh, let's move on. Listen, the, uh, the that flagship uh, magistral project you published the PEA, the technical PEA report uh, last, yeah, last last month, <laughs> uh, uh, late January. Uh, I don't want to dive into the weeds too much on the PEA. We've had that discussion already on the podcast. But here's what's interesting: Osenko's has has been working on that technical report uh, had worked on the technical report continues to work with Tarachi here's the interesting 
twist here. You announced a $4 million uh, private placement financing. And half of it, Osenko, <laughs> your engineering firms, is coming in. They're, they're going to finance half of that, uh, of that whole package here. That's really significant. Yeah, we were really pleased to see uh, Senko's interest in participating in, in Tarachi Equity. Um, you know, as a result of that uh, participation, they're going to hold about nine point nine percent of Tarachi stock at the end of this uh, at the end of this financing. Here, it's certainly a, a nice stamp of approval for us, at least on the technical side of the project. Given that uh, you know they did all of the the technical work for that PEA uh, and the economic uh, model as well that goes with it. So um, you know they're certainly interested in in backing in backing the company and continuing to work with us as we put Magistral into production. You know, the, you know, it's it. I've I've seen s- things like this happen before, where an engineering firm comes in and does do, comes in with an equity financing portion of these raises, but it doesn't happen very often, does it? Uh, not too often. I I, I know Asenko is doing it uh, maybe a little more frequently than than some of the other engineering firms. Uh, the fact that they're they're privately owned firm gives them probably a little more flexibility to to do things like that compared to maybe publicly traded engineering firms. Um, but you know they're certainly eager to get a little bit more involved. I think in the equity side of ownership of projects as well. Okay. Uh, so what is next for Magistral? What's kind of underway here now that the PEA is is reported and filed? What's next? Yeah. So the funding that we're bringing in with this uh, with this private placement, uh, some of that is going to go to fund the next stages of test work that we need to complete at Magistral before we can actually you know complete the final design, uh, particularly around the SART circuit that we're planning on installing to manage the presence of that cyanide soluble copper. So that's really going to be the, the large piece of equipment that we put in there at Magistral uh, in addition to the existing facility. Uh, but we need to do some sort of final stage metallurgical test work um, for that SART process before we can actually complete the final design uh, and ultimately start procuring the equipment necessary to, uh, to, to build out that facility down there in Mexico. So that's really the next big step for us uh, at the lab side of things and on the engineering front. Um, we've also got some sort of field test work and uh, lab test work to do associated with the final design of our tailing storage facility. Uh, there is that existing tailing storage facility on site, uh, but we will be making some sort of upgrades and expansion to that as well. Uh, but we need to do a little bit of field geotechnical test, test work before we can actually uh, complete that final design. Uh, and that also goes into the permitting process. So we need to have sort of the final design both for the, the flow sheet of the plant, also for the tailing storage facility so that we can actually amend our existing permits for both of those two things. I remember, I can't remember how long ago it was, it was last month or two months ago, you had mentioned kind of being on the lookout for finding um, other projects similar to Magistral that could help feed into the system. Uh, what does that kind of search look like the last the last few weeks? So uh, with respect to additional feed to go into the Magistral mill and extend out the life of mine, um, there's some other tailings in the region that we know about, and we have uh, looked at some sample work that the owners of that material have. And it does look like there's certainly some potential there to to make an acquisition or some sort of exclusivity agreement for for the rights to that material and ultimately bring it to 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 Magistral and extend it the life of mine. So that's something we're still working on this year uh, to try to secure some of those rights. Um, we'll probably have to do some some additional test work on the material as well, just to see what sort of value we can actually extract with it using the flow sheet that we're going to have with us at Magistral. Obviously, not all tailings deposits are the same in terms of their grade, but also in terms of their you know ability to to leach out those precious metals or not. Um, some are more refractory than others, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to take a, a bit of a closer look at some of the chemistry there. You're gonna have to be you're gonna have to be pretty picky with what feed you bring in. It has to fit the circuit. Yeah, exactly. It has to fit our circuit or at least something that we could, you know, maybe make some future modifications to to adjust yeah, for yeah. as well. 
Um, but uh, that is something we'll have to look at. But obviously, we don't want to put in some sort of whole ore roaster to, to roast refractory <laughs> minerals or anything like that just to reprocess some tailings. So uh, it doesn't really go with this sort of uh, environmentally positive vibe that we have at Magistral right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, is there is there like a lot of variable metallurgy in this in this area of Sonora? I mean, like how different is you know the geology and the metallurgy you know from works past uh, that you know is is there a big difference between you know these these projects so uh, one of the piles of tailings that we're looking at that's really close by actually originated from the same tailings basin that we'll be mining so it's really the same material but uh quite a bit of it was was used as part of a heap leach program back in the 90s so some of it's been partially leached out we don't really know what's left there which actually what's actually still recoverable out of that material um, some of the material was just hauled over there and stockpiled and never processed, so it's essentially identical to what we have at Magistral. But about 20 kilometers to the south, we're looking at another tailings deposit there uh, that did come from a different mine type. It was more of a, a polymetallic mine that had a mix of precious and base metals, whereas up at, um, you know, closer to us at Magistral, it was predominantly gold with some copper. These other ones had more lead and zinc and silver associated with them. Um, so there's certainly sort of different geology associated with, with that material than what we have up, uh, up at Magistral. Um, but still has some, you know, pretty interesting precious metal grades to it as well. So um, that's one of the things that we're certainly looking at for the long term. It, it seems like, uh, you know, uh, progress, strategically progress Magistral, continue to progress with exploration. Uh, you continue, I guess, expansion and, and development is the name of the game for 2022. Uh, you know, what else are we missing here? What else does the outlook for this year look like? You know, and hopefully the gold market continues to have some wind door sales as well. Yeah, certainly creeping up to, to $1,900 in ounces is certainly uh, helpful for the project and just for the junior sector in general. Um, you know, but what, uh, what our, one of our other goals for this year is certainly to, to look at making another acquisition for Tarachi within Mexico. Um, you know, we've spent probably a good chunk of the last six to eight months doing some due diligence and signing some sort of NDA agreements with, uh, with companies and, and groups that have properties within Mexico. Um, our vice president of exploration, Lauren Warner, has spent a good chunk of his time doing a lot of technical and geological due diligence on some additional projects within Mexico. So uh, certainly one of our goals for this year is, is to make another acquisition and, and bring another project into our company portfolio. Uh, ideally, something that's maybe a little bit further along the development pipeline than our early stage exploration assets in Sonora. Um, perhaps something either with a known in-ground resource that looks like it's open to expansion that we can you know, deploy some of that cash flow expected from Magistral in future years to to drill on and explore and, and push through the various phases of engineering studies um, or something that has a sort of strong history of historic production, but that's been you know sitting undeveloped for you know, the last hundred years or so. We see we see a lot of those sort of historic um, you know, mining regions all over Mexico. Obviously, Visa Silver has done exactly that with their Panuco project there uh, in Sinaloa. Um, so certainly looking at some some past producers as well. All right. All right, Cameron. Well, until next time, uh, best of luck with everything down the road there in Mexico. We look forward to our next conversation update from Tarachi. Great. Thanks, Trevor. Yep. Cameron Teams from Tarachi Gold, again, trading on the CSE with TRG and on the OTCQB with TRGGF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.